The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope with host Terry Aranga. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Terry and her guests illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Terry Oranga. Hello, and welcome to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and this program, Autism One, A Conversation of Hope, for Tuesday, July 15th. I'm your host, Terry Aranga, here with my guest, Cicely Everson of Tau Holistics. Cicely is a nationally known health and beauty expert, including as a master herbalist. Cicely serves on the board of Tau Holistics Wellness Foundation, a nonprofit aimed at reducing conditions like ADHD and autism in youth and adults of underserved and misinformed areas. Welcome, Cicely. Hi, Terry. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for joining us. Let's start out with a foundational question, Cicely. What do you think disease is? Oh, wow. Well, I guess that that definition could be different from person to person, but the way I typically like to think about disease is I like to hyphenate the word so that people sort of see that it's basically just a lack of the body being at ease. So if you think of the word disease and you hyphenate it, dis-ease, it really just means that there's an imbalance going on somewhere in the body and the body's not at ease. And so for each one of us, you know, I could have a different symptom from a symptom that you might manifest, but for, you know, each one of us, we could both be experiencing some uh, lack of ease in the body. And so pretty simply put, um, for the most part, that's how I like to describe disease our body is working over time to always keep our body in balance. So whenever we feel like something's out of the norm or something doesn't feel just right, then that's typically where the dis-ease, you know, sort of starts to, to set in. Now, why do you think I would start a show about autism asking you what you think disease is? What do you think autism is? What do you think attention deficit hyperactivity disorder is? Right. Well, I think that's that's a really good point because, because again, um, with autism and ADHD, they are both, um, they exemplify a dis-ease in the body. And really, when we look at, when we look at labels, which really annoy me, I try to get people, um, both parents and, and um, younger folks alike, to, to try to remove the labels from their minds for a moment and just think about, the way that they feel, what symptoms are you experiencing, and then sort of ask yourself the bigger why. You know, what's the the deeper why? Well, why do you think you could be experiencing this inflammation or this, you know, abdominal pain? You know, are there any loose ends in your diet, you know, or in your lifestyle? Um, But in terms of autism, it's, it's so broad, and let's see how I can contain it. Well, the autism spectrum disorder, which is also how it's referred, 
to is really just a label that loosely describes a person's symptoms and hence the spectrum label because each person has a varying degree of symptoms, um, which can be really irritating, especially for parents and caregivers, you know, with uh, children who have autism. But when I take away the, the blanket label, the first thing that I see is toxicity in the body. Um, each of our elimination organs, you know, our bowels, our liver, our kidneys, our lungs, our skin, um, they're all usually compromised in individuals with autism uh, to the point where they can really struggle to function properly. Like the, the organs are really, you know, working overtime to try to balance themselves. And um, when that happens, you know, detoxification is extremely important because if not, the toxicity can build up and then that's where you'll start to see more symptoms manifest. Um, but, I mean, really it comes down to digestive health, whether it's autism or whether it's um, something like arthritis. But in terms of autism, um, with digestive health, there are often very few differences between someone with and someone without autism. And that may sound really shocking, but it's really fascinating because the difference is that, okay, when you have a child or a person diagnosed with autism, uh, the testing usually begins. You know, one test after the other is, is being run. So many of these digestive disorders or imbalances are almost immediately identified. So the difference is with, with everyone else walking around, a lot of us just don't know what's going on in our bodies. Um, but at the same time, we could still be dealing with excess yeast, you know, candida overgrowth or enzyme deficiencies, just like someone who has been labeled, you know, as having autistic symptoms. So I, when I think of autism, I think about digestive health as a concern, toxicity as a concern, and controlling and balancing the nervous system. That's, you know, out of whack in a lot of individuals with autism. And, you know, one thing um, that that's really, really affecting a lot of people. Um, I don't know how familiar people are with electromagnetic fields, but we're also called EMFs. But, you know, these are like appliances even in our homes, cell phones, computers, the radiation, the frequencies that emit from these types of appliances, they're producing all of these frequencies at such high levels that it throws the body out of balance. And when our nervous system is out of whack, you know, we can have symptoms manifest, whether it's anxiety or nervousness or even, you know, some cognitive issues. So although the label, you know, includes a whole lot of stuff, um, digestive health, toxicity, and really balancing the nervous system, I think, are, are key. Well, I know it's a very complex uh, answer. Yes, you've brought up a lot of different topics. In this answer, do you think that the diagnostic label of autism depersonalizes the the patient, the client, the individual, the the oh, human absolutely. being? Absolutely, absolutely. I think any time you put a, a blanket label or a diagnosis, um, especially when there are still so many questions around. Um, around the disorder or the condition, anytime you do that, it, it becomes dismissive. It almost, it almost makes the, the person more of a number instead of, you know, a person who's, you know, manifesting these particular symptoms. So I think that's one of the issues with just calling a condition something, um, which is really what tends to bother me. So I, I really like to take a holistic view 
of a, of a client, if a person says, okay, well, my child has autism, okay, well, I want to know, you know, the health history. I want to know all of the symptoms that this child is manifesting, even ones that, you know, we may disregard or think are normal. But I think that really helps us to connect the dots instead of just saying, okay, well, this person has autism and just lumping them, you know, together in a category. I, I do have a problem with that. Especially when it's a diagnosis that is said to be, by many, a hardwired genetic or psychological condition for which there's, you know, no known cause and Mm -hmm. uh, no known cure, um, which, of course, you and I know that that's not the case. (laughs) Exactly. But... Many people walking into a mainstream medical office don't know that things like inflammation or gastrointestinal, you know, gut pathology is part of, um, are part of the legitimate underlying physiological conditions that so many people with the diagnostic label of autism have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree. And, you know, when it comes to... Um, the role of the gut in people with autism, if, if the digestive health is compromised in any way, so let's say um, maybe there's constipation or there's parasites or there's a candida overgrowth, um, you know, the microflora is imbalanced or maybe there's some leaky gut going on, which basically just means the intestinal lining is really compromised. And when that happens, food, toxins, things leak through the gut and get into the bloodstream. And then the body will then try to reject these things or expel them through the skin or the body can show symptoms in other ways. But when the digestive health is compromised, then there are going to be nutrient deficiencies. So with someone who has autism, we usually find that some of these deficiencies might be uh, like the B vitamins or neurotransmitters, which are the hormones in our brain, our brain chemicals. And um, all of these vitamins and, and hormones are actually made in our gut. And a lot of people don't know this. Our doctors aren't going to tell us this, you know, on our average visit. Um, even if we go to a specialty, you know, physician, um, when's the last time that someone told us this? So if our gut really houses all of these chemicals and vitamins and hormones, well, what happens when it's out of balance? Then it's going to immediately create, you know, this, this chain reaction of the hormones being out of balance in other parts of our body as well. So that's, like you said, the digestive health is so important, and that's why it's so vital to start there, you know, when you're trying to um, reverse, you know, the symptoms of autism. So you're connecting the gastrointestinal system to behavioral manifestations. People might be wondering, how can what's going on in my gut or my child's gut affect my child's behavior? Well, you've mentioned nutrient deficiencies, and then we know that there are proteins that shouldn't get through um, the gut wall uh, in an uh, insufficiently digested form that get through uh, and cause immunological reactions and make their way to the brain and such. So you're, in essence, connecting the gut to the brain. Yes, and, you know, a lot of us have heard that before. Okay, there's a gut-brain connection, but we really don't know how they're connected. Um, And if you think about all of the different forms of media that are literally slapping us in the face, we've got the newspaper, we've got the news, we've got, 
you know, um, so many different avenues these days. So it's really, it's overwhelming. It's hard to really know what's true and what isn't. But when you think about the gut-brain connection, basically nearly every chemical that controls the brain is also in the stomach, okay? So what this tells us is that the level of cognitive decline or the cognitive condition will often correlate with that person's gut health. That's really fascinating. So for me, you know, I think about years ago when I had digestive issues, I started to connect the dots and I thought, wow, I was also dealing with very poor memory, brain fog, lack of focus, inability to concentrate. So when you really start to put the pieces of the puzzle together, it really becomes more empowering for the parents and the caregivers because they they have a roadmap, so to speak. But the gut and the brain absolutely, absolutely connected. Mm-hmm. They have a roadmap and so they have hope. And we are going to take a break here at the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We will be returning with Cicely Everson of Tau Holistics. And I want to tell listeners that you don't have to move from your radio and don't move from your state. You can get CBD, that's cannabidiol, CBD oil shipped right to your door. Hemp Meds PX, CBD-rich hemp oil, is available in all 50 states and over 40 countries. I'm going to give you the July 20% off Hemp Meds discount code exclusive to this radio program, and that 20% off discount code is A1Radio7, A numeral one, radio numeral seven. It will be updated each month, so if you're listening to this archived show in a month other than July, please check a current month's show, and please visit www.hempmedspx.com. My radio listeners can even find a laboratory report online attesting to the high quality brought to the public by Hemp Meds. We'll be right back. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Holy hormones, honey. Every week, this groundbreaking radio show brings you insight about hormone fluctuations, addressing the core biological issues that cause mood disorders, and offers a general support center for women everywhere at any stage in their lives. Host Leslie Carol Botha has the passion and drive to help you make informed decisions about your well-being and reclaim your life. Holy Hormones, Honey, sponsored by True Hope Incorporated, the leaders in brain health, is broadcast live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you had your CBD today? CBD, or cannabidiol, is a natural part of hemp oil that's making headlines in 2014. Hemp Meds is the world's trusted source for CBD-rich hemp oil because they see total body care as a necessity, not a luxury. Hemp Meds offers premium CBD-rich hemp oils in a variety of ways, from natural hair and skin care to herbal supplements and lifestyle products. And CBD-rich hemp oil is available right now in all 50 states. Quality begins with non-GMO industrial hemp cultivars, grown on family farms using no pesticides, herbicides, or toxic fertilizers. Only with Hemp Meds are you guaranteed consistent, quality, natural CBD-rich hemp oil from Healthy Hemp. There are so many different ways to enjoy CBD-rich hemp oil from Hemp Meds. The only question we have for you is... Have you had your CBD today? 
Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We are back with Cicely Everson of Tau Holistics. Cicely also serves on the board of Tau Holistics Wellness Foundation, a nonprofit aimed at reducing conditions like ADHD and autism in youth and adults of underserved and misinformed areas. Um, Cicely, you have a few websites. Would you like to share those with listeners? Sure. Uh, well, our main website, um, which will actually link you to all of the rest, um, is www. That Tau Holistics, and that's T-A-O-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-S. Um, and then also on the holistic nutrition side, we have The Raw Hippie. Um, so therawhippie.com is our, is our avenue for that. And we also um, have launched a holistic wellness, um, holistic weight loss and wellness program, and you can find that at Evolve with Tau, and that's E-Z-O-L-Z-W-I-T-H. Tao.com. So we're excited. We have a lot of information to share. Okay, and and you said the kind of portal one is www.tao.holistics.com. Tao.holistics.com. Mm-hmm. And you can find all the information there. Okay. Before the break, uh, in the first segment, we had been talking about. Uh, we had begun to talk about environmental factors that can contribute to illness. You had mentioned EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies. Are there other environmental factors that you think can contribute to illness, especially in children labeled with autism? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, today we all live in a toxic world, um, but we can't lose hope. There are different methods and things that we can take to really protect ourselves, but we're dealing with chemical pollutants, you know, um, chemicals that are the byproducts of chemical processes from plants all over. Um, also, chemtrails. You know, a lot of people are still sort of in the dark about chemtrails and, um, you know, um, the different heavy metals that are being sprayed into the atmosphere, like aluminum, strontium, barium. Now, these things are all metals that naturally occur in nature, but they're only supposed to occur at a certain, you know, level. So, um, when that happens, of course, that's going to create a more toxic, um, you know, environment outside. But also food additives, pesticides, preservatives. There's even, and I know a lot of people are probably familiar with GMO foods or genetically modified foods, which, you know, that could be a whole separate show. But there uh, is even um, a component from Agent Orange, the toxic chemical, that is in, uh, that's being found in corn now. Corn is being grown uh, with this also called herbicide orange. 
so that it is resistant to um, to becoming damaged. That's why a lot of times when you go to buy corn, it's beautiful. There really aren't any. It doesn't look like the bugs really love it, and when the bugs don't love it, that that really should be a sign to tell you that you know. Ask questions. Is it genetically modified? How is it being you know grown? But also other environmental factors. If you have um, you know dental fillings that are uh, the, the amalgam mercury dental fillings or the silver fillings, um, those are very dangerous to have. Um, and you know whenever a dentist inserts or removes an amalgam filling, they actually have to contact the Environmental Protection Agency because it has to be shipped a certain way going to the dentist's office and leaving um, when they are removing a filling. So this is serious stuff that absolutely can contribute. And when you're looking at um, toxicity in the body, especially from heavy, from heavy metals, we tend to see slurred speech. Um, and a lot of times it's often perceived as a cognitive issue when in actuality it could just be an accumulation of toxins in the body. Um, and then also smog and other fumes from vehicles, especially if you live in a crowded area or in cities. So I think the best way, after all of that, you know, the best way to really protect yourself from a lot of the environmental factors would be, you know, start with the ones that you can prevent, like in your food and your water supply. You really want to avoid, you know, fluoridated tap water. Fluoride is a toxin, um, <clears throat> and you want to look at avoiding pesticides and um you know, foods that have been processed, but also, you know, do, do some deep breathing in the cleanest outdoor space that you can find um, and work on oxygenating the body. And we want to look at using, like, uh, greens, uh, leafy green vegetables, and, of course, you can get the organic greens powder. Um, I know we have one at our line. You can find one all over the place now, but these things really help to sort of degrease the cells almost so that our bodies can breathe from the inside out um, and really boosting the body with with antioxidants too is really important. And, you know, Cecily, I have um, a colleague uh, whom I've interviewed. In fact, I've interviewed several people. Her daughter had a catastrophic vaccine reaction um, when she was a tiny baby um, and surprisingly lived almost till 16, but she was a quadriplegic with a trach tube, cortically blind, et cetera. Um, and um, that was, in fact, a case that actually um, was uh, awarded, quote-unquote, awarded um, uh, reparations through uh, vaccine court. And um, a young mom who had a, uh, a vaccine reaction, and they thought she was going to die, but fortunately she got over to a good neurological hospital. And then a grandma who's been paralyzed ever since um, she had a vaccine. So that's another environmental wow. factor that so many people are concerned about. You're, you're absolutely right. And, you know, it just uh, we just try to really encourage people to read, really do what resonates with you the most, what makes you feel comfortable um, I know that we're all used to trusting our doctors, and, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't trust them, but have a doctor that you feel comfortable with, someone who's open to hearing you out, um, because nowadays, you know, we go to a doctor's appointment and you're probably going to spend, you know, 10 times as long waiting than you are in the actual appointment, if you even see the actual doctor. So really take time and you know, we want to encourage people to take their health back into their own hands. So read, do research. You can find a list of, you know, vaccine ingredients online um, just by Googling it, and a lot of the ingredients will shock you, you know. So um, it's, it's always such a sad case when um, the effects of a vaccine, you know, play a role 
in side effects or symptoms like you just mentioned because oftentimes it happens at a very young age, and that's what I think makes it, you know, so difficult. Yeah, and when you skew the neurodevelopmental trajectory or when you skew gut health at such a young age, that skews the neurodevelopmental trajectory and can have uh, catastrophic consequences. Let's talk about autoimmunity. I know that's a favorite topic of yours. <laughs> yeah, and such a such a very vast topic. Um, well, basically autoimmunity, I know we hear it all the time, it's, it's the process um, of the body's immune system attacking itself. So your body, your immune system um, sort of perceives things that are naturally occurring in your body as foreign invaders and then it, you know, kicks into, into high gear where it becomes overactive. And our immune system should be active where they fight off the bad stuff, like the bacteria and the viruses, so to speak. But in an autoimmune condition, it sort of goes awry and, you know, just is a little out of whack. Well, again, autoimmunity is always, always connected to digestive health. Um, And in fact, between 70 and 80% of the cells that make up our immune system actually live in our gut. So again, it's just, You know, and I know that I'm repeating myself, but it just goes to show how important the, you know, the condition of your, of your gut really is. What does your digestion look like? Um, what kind of foods are you eating? And oftentimes what we see a lot, Terry, is the leaky gut syndrome. Like you mentioned with proteins that have not been digested getting into the bloodstream. Well, if, if something's in your blood and your immune system recognizes it as, um, as a foreign invader, it's going to do whatever it can do to get it out. So if that means that it, sh- that it shuts you down and you have chronic fatigue or you have pain, you know, it can manifest in different ways. Now, with autoimmunity, it can also be triggered by environmental factors like the ones that we, that we just mentioned and, of course, some genetic influence. But one thing that I don't like to do, I, I really try to help educate clients to not lean on the crutch of something being hereditary. Of course, we do get a lot of things from our parents, but, you know, I believe that the body always wants to heal itself. You know, innately it really wants to heal no matter what. So if we start with gut health, we clean up the diet, you know, get rid of the processed foods, improve the bowel health, that's our main elimination channel. So if we're going, you know, and when I talk about what, what's regular, And some people will say, well, you know, I go twice a week. That's regular for me. And I say, no, you should be going once for every meal that you eat in a day. So if you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, then that's the magic number. But when we think of ourselves and our routines because of this fast-paced world that we live in, you know, very few hands go up. So whatever goes in must come out. If it's not coming out, you know, through our, you know, through our bowels, then it's going to come out, try to come out through our skin or accumulate as poisons in, our, in the other organs of our body. So that, you know, also plays a role with autoimmunity. Wow, that's a really interesting way of thinking about it. I almost feel like <laughs> saying TMI right now, thinking <laughs> of pooping through our skin. Um, but you look like the picture of health on the Internet. So... Uh, and you went through the experience of restoring your gut health. Oh yeah, I had it. I had it bad. I mean, you know, on the outside, you know, I may have looked pretty healthy, but I, um, and, you know, growing up, I was always into sports. So, you know, I'm an athlete by nature. I was a, a dancer, and then I even danced professionally. And one of my most embarrassing moments as a professional dancer um, 
in the NBA actually was, I had actually an eczema flare-up that was literally covered like my legs, my arms, and I remember that night trying to cover it up with the makeup and still inside not knowing what in the world was going on. Um, and whenever you have a skin condition, it's really just a mirror of, what, of something that's happening inside your body. So um, I had it bad. I had eczema that didn't start until I was about 18. That was the first red flag for me that, start, that started to lead me down the, the lane of research because I knew that, well, why am I just now getting it? Did something happen? I, I didn't move. I didn't change my diet. But pretty much it was that, you know, accumulation of poor diet um, or just not knowing what to eat and poor detoxification. Um, and so I ended up with the chronic eczema, and I also had a gluten intolerance um, that I probably had for a large part of my life and didn't know um, until it got so bad that no matter what I ate, I would break out completely into hives um, until I started eliminating things from my diet. So, of course, gluten was one of those things, but I actually reversed my gluten intolerance. So that's something that I want people to know. It is possible. I did get, I got help from a holistic health practitioner, um, which is the same thing that I do now. And when I realized um, that I, that my gut was compromised, my digestive health was, was, was really weak. And when I realized what I needed to do, changing my diet and repairing the intestinal lining, for me, that was really key. And um, really eliminating sugar um, those things really helped put me on the road to health. So, I mean, I've been through it all, but, again, I believe that the body can absolutely reverse, um, reverse any condition that you have going on. If, if, we, if we allow it to, if we believe that it can happen, you know, it can. But it definitely is discouraging, and that's, that's why we're here. Our passion and our mission is nothing but getting people to understand and believe that their bodies can heal, you know, so it's, definitely a little murky when it comes to symptoms because people kind of freak out. They don't know why they're, you know, feeling this way or that way. And maybe if their doctor can't even tell them why, but always look at your digestive health. Yes. As the gut goes, so goes the body and the body doesn't (laughs) want to heal itself. You've alluded to things that um, have helped many children with autism, gluten-free, casein-free diet, the folks who do the specific carbohydrate diet, which um, restricts uh, what kinds of carbs go in the body, at least while you're healing, uh, say that uh, anything that the body cannot digest, you know, turns into poison. It goes in your gut and festers, and some people use a rotation diet. So there are various therapeutic diets that have helped children with the diagnostic label of autism. We will be right back with Cicely Everson. If you want to visit her website while we are on break, it's www.tao, that's tau, T-A-O, holistics, H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-S dot com, tauholistics.com. And if you would like to visit Hemp Meds website, that is www.hempmedspx.com. The discount code for this month for 20% off is A1Radio7. You don't have to move from your state. You don't have to move from your radio. You can get CBD oil shipped right to your door. So use that discount code A1Radio7 at hempmedspx.com. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you had your CBD today? CBD, or cannabidiol, is a natural part of hemp oil that's making headlines in 2014. Hemp Meds is the world's trusted source for CBD-rich hemp oil because they see total body care as a necessity, not a luxury. Hemp Meds offers premium CBD-rich hemp oils in a variety of ways, from natural hair and skin care to herbal supplements and lifestyle products. And CBD-rich hemp oil is available right now in all 50 states. Quality begins with non-GMO industrial hemp cultivars, grown on family farms using no pesticides, herbicides, or toxic fertilizers. Only with Hemp Meds are you guaranteed consistent, quality, natural CBD-rich hemp oil from Healthy Hemp. There are so many different ways to enjoy CBD-rich hemp oil from Hemp Meds. The only question we have for you is, have you had your CBD today? Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We are back with Cicely Everson of Tau Holistics, and um, we were talking about the gut and diet before the break, and now we're going to talk about liver health and detoxification in Cicely um, I visited a gastroenterologist years and years ago, and on the intake forum, they were asking about the liver, and I was thinking, why in the world are they asking about the liver on something, you know, when you're going to get an endoscopy for your gut? And can you answer that question? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, um, the liver is actually one of my favorite things to talk about. Well, you know, we can't live without our liver, number one, so that kind of, let that be an indicator of how important um, liver health is. It actually filters, its job is to neutralize and eliminate any harmful toxin, anything that does not belong in the body. So when you think about um, all of the years, you know, that we've, you know, eaten lots of different foods and led different types of lifestyles and we've accumulated all of this junk, when you think about that, and you think about, wow, have I ever cleaned my liver? It's pretty scary because our liver's function is to neutralize and eliminate all this stuff. So what happens is when it's backed up um, and it just can't do the job anymore, then the liver will try to eliminate those toxins through other avenues. So, again, through our skin. Our skin is the largest organ of our body. So that's why a lot of people have skin issues, whether it's, eczema, you know, some other form of dermatitis, psoriasis, any of that is always linked to the liver. Um, So the the liver is so important. Um, Trying to reduce the alcoholic drinks that people have is really important as well. And we like to to encourage people to cleanse their liver with a change of each each season. So um, for me, I'll start again in the fall. 
um, if I do a lengthy one, because sometimes I'll take liver cleansing herbs on a regular basis. If I do that, then I'll maybe, you know, do a, a specific liver cleanse twice a year. But the liver is so vital to our health. What would be considered a liver cleansing herb? Uh, well, one one that sticks out is milk thistle, and um, that's actually one of the one of the few herbs that uh, there have been a lot of uh, double blind studies done on from the uh, modern medical community. Um, milk thistle not only cleanses and strengthens the liver, but it can actually regenerate it. Now, in modern medicine, uh, doctors will tell you that the liver is the only organ of the body that can be regenerated. Okay, it can regenerate itself. Well, of course. I believe that anything can regenerate itself, but um, milk thistle is a really, really good herb for that. Um, also, dandelion root, that's extremely helpful for the liver. Um, that can be taken in the form of an herbal extract or a tea. So, for example, like with our liver cleanse, we have a blend of herbs in liquid extract form um, or in capsule form, a dried herb for people who prefer the pills. Um, and but that blend of herbs is actually what will help to detoxify the liver, cleanse the liver. And I have to tell you, you never want to do a liver cleanse without having cleansed your, your bowels or your colon first, um, or at least doing this simultaneously. So it's good to, to do that with someone who's experienced with it because, again, your liver is really trying to expel toxins. So let's say if you're doing milk thistle on a regular basis, um, if your main elimination channel is not open, which are your bowels, then it's going to cause a traffic jam, and you don't want that because you don't want the toxins going back into your, you know, circulating in, into your bloodstream. Yeah, you just are going to reabsorb it, and then, um, you know, you can have all that poop sitting there with toxins in it, and it will get reabsorbed. At least that's my understanding, and do correct me if I'm wrong. With No, you're absolutely right. And, you know, one thing that people, that some people will do, they'll start a detox regimen and they'll get itchy or they'll get headaches or they'll get a runny nose or cold and flu symptoms and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm allergic to this stuff, I have to stop it. That's actually a good thing. That's, it's nothing but, it's called a healing crisis or whatever way you like to term it, but it basically means that your body is working properly. It recognizes the toxins, the herbs or whatever nutrients you're taking are working and your body's getting rid of it. So I want to encourage people, if you've stumbled in the beginning, usually that will happen in the first few days of a detox regimen, you have to stick with it. Unless, of course, you're allergic to something on the label. But if you aren't, push through, stick with it. In a few days, I promise it will be over. Um, but the, the, the key is to know that your body is going to get rid of toxins. You're taking the right herbs for it. So definitely don't want to, you know, reabsorb them or stop it in, the, in you know, in midstream. Now, is that a Herxheimer reaction, and can you take activated charcoal for that? Yeah, you could you take activated charcoal for um, to help cleanse your liver or to help with toxins? To help you tolerate the reaction that you're having. Absolutely. Activated charcoal is a natural substance that absorbs poisons and toxins. And um, it, it actually is it, fantastic for nausea if you've got food poisoning, any kind of stomach flu or stomach bugs. So if that happens or if you feel like the symptoms that you're having are a little more severe than you would like or maybe they're interfering with your, with your daily, you know, work schedule or something like that, you can absolutely take activated charcoal capsules and that will help to absorb the poisons, neutralize them, so that way they're not, you know, giving you those yucky, yucky side effects. 
And um, we advise parents, listeners, that before uh, embarking upon or changing any biomedical regimen that's already in place, please consult with yours or your loved one's overseeing physician who keeps up to date and uh, who oversees uh, the individual in question. Also, not to use a throw the spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks approach. Um, Really go about it thoughtfully with someone who's experienced. Don't do detoxification like a blunderbuss. There are a lot of kids who need it low and slow. And as Cicely said, you don't want to be constipated or have impaction, uh, bowel impaction, um, when you're going to do detox because then the stuff's not going to come out. Um, You don't want to reabsorb it. So uh, all these pieces to think about. You also like to talk about, Cicely, hormones and adrenal function, and I know thyroid's been a big topic for kids with autism lately. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, with hormones, okay, so we've got, we've got hundreds of hormones in our body, first of all, only some of which, you know, scientists have been able to isolate and say, okay, well, your estrogen does this or your testosterone does that. But we have, you know, our sex hormones like the estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, but we also have the brain chemicals, the hormones in our brain, which uh, we mentioned earlier as the neurotransmitters. Um, And hormones are basically, they're natural chemicals that are in our bodies, and they are what make our bodies function. So, you know, I'm blinking right now or, you know, breathing or doing this and doing that based on on a chemical reaction, you know, our hormones act like messengers. So they send messages all throughout our body so that we can have all the bodily functions that we have. So hormones are vital, and they are probably the number one, um, the biggest blind spot, so to speak, the, the most missed thing when anyone has any kind of issue. If they go to the doctor, chances are the hormones are usually not addressed. And if they are um Typically, they'll have your very common blood draw for hormones. We prefer a different method. We have a saliva test that, that tests the hormones. Um, the issue, the difference between blood and saliva tests, first of all, with a blood test, you're only measuring the hormones that are freely available in the blood at that time. But with your saliva, it measures a constant at a constant rate, so it's a little more accurate. And so that's, that's why we use it. But hormones are absolutely important. And it doesn't, you don't have to be a woman of menopausal age. It has absolutely nothing to, to do with that. Um, even babies have hormones, every living being. And when you mention the thyroid, um, your thyroid health and your adrenal health are absolutely connected. Um, your adrenals, for people who don't know, your adrenal glands, actually you have two, and one sits on each of your kidneys. And this is sort of like your stress receptor zone. They, they release cortisol, which is one of your hormones, and so you've heard of fight or flight. Well, whenever you're in a situation where, um, where that fight or flight kicks in, your body's going to release the cortisol hormone. So imagine if that fight or flight um, is activated repeatedly, if you're under constant stress, if you're, you know, in an abusive relationship or you absolutely hate your job or whatever it is, you know, financial worries, that repeated chronic stress activates your adrenal glands and you're producing cortisol. You could either be producing way too little or way too much, and any imbalance 
is going to give you, once again, you know, side effects. Um, the symptoms like uh, irritability, anxiousness, depression, fatigue, and cortisol, believe it or not, is one of those hormones that will cause um, you to gain weight right around the middle. So for a lot of women and men, it's not all beer bellies for the guys, but for a lot of people, that, um, that weight right around the middle is a result of excess cortisol. People are stressed and they don't know how to deal with it. So helping to support your adrenals with herbs that help to boost your adrenal function and cleaning up your diet is a great way to start. And like you mentioned, Terry, with the thyroid, um, and a lot of people, but especially in those with autism, the thyroid has been um, underactive, very underactive, and that controls your metabolism. So if a person has trouble gaining weight or losing weight, because that can go either way, um, if they have issues with, again, depression and fatigue, a lot of these symptoms sort of cross over, um, the thyroid is oftentimes very low, and that's something that needs to be tested, you know, right out of the gate as well. And read by an insightful interpreter. People need to know how to read the test results. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, you know, there's one way that you can... Um, and I don't tell people to self-diagnose themselves. We don't even do, diagnose people because we're not medical doctors at Tau Holistics. But you can take your temperature first thing in the morning before you get out of bed, which is called your basal body temperature. Um, you can keep a thermometer, you know, on your nightstand. And when you take your temperature before you even get out of bed, um, if your temperature is low over a period of two to three days and it's consistently low, that's one indicator that you have an underactive thyroid. But, again, there's a whole host of other, you know, symptoms that, that one could feel um, from having a sluggish thyroid. So starting with hormones is very, very key. That's actually one of our three pillars. That's how holistic we always look at hormones. Um, we always look at digestive health, and we always look at cellular health. And really that just means detoxification. How are you detoxing? Is your body able to release toxins? So hormones are, are very essential. Yes, they are. And when we get back, we will talk about neurotransmitters and testing and interventions, etc. We will be right back with Cicely Everson of Tau Holistics. Please visit Hemp Meds website at hempmedspx.com. The 20% off July discount code is A1Radio7. We'll be right back. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you or someone you love struggle with Alzheimer's disease or some other disorder? Many times, there is not an adequate support forum where you can learn from and discuss topics from top guest experts. Tune in to Neuromatters, The Brink of Alzheimer's with Dr. Sam Brinkman. Although thought of as a disease that affects only older individuals, increasingly symptoms are being found in people who are in their 40s and 50s. Get the answers. Neuromatters airs live Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you had your CBD today? CBD, or cannabidiol, is a natural part of hemp oil that's making headlines in 2014. Hemp Meds is the world's trusted source for CBD-rich hemp oil because they see total body care as a necessity, not a luxury. Hemp Meds offers premium CBD-rich hemp oils in a variety of ways, from natural hair and skin care to herbal supplements and lifestyle products. 
And CBD-rich hemp oil is available right now in all 50 states. Quality begins with non-GMO industrial hemp cultivars, grown on family farms using no pesticides, herbicides, or toxic fertilizers. Only with Hemp Meds are you guaranteed consistent, quality, natural CBD-rich hemp oil from Healthy Hemp. There are so many different ways to enjoy CBD-rich hemp oil from Hemp Meds. The only question we have for you is, have you had your CBD today? Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We are back with Cicely Everson of Tau Holistics. You can find Tau Holistics at www.taoholisticscom, tauholistics.com. Um, Cicely, before the break, we were talking about one of your favorite subjects, hormones and adrenal function. Cicely always looks at hormones and detoxification, gut health, liver health, and now we're going to talk about neurotransmitters. Okay, so anything special that you want to know about neurotransmitters or let me just do a brief overview? How are they related to the gut? Oh, good question. Okay, well... Um, the neurotransmitters, believe it or not, and there are six, um, and I usually can remember them. Let's see, I'm you're putting me on the spot here. We've got your serotonin, dopamine, uh, GABA, epinephrine, norepinephrine, um, and uh, there's one that I'm missing that I'll think of in a second here. But uh, the majority of your neurotransmitters, believe it or not, are actually in your gut. So, again, it goes back to the digestive health. Um, because the neurotransmitters also reside in your gut, that means that whenever your, your digestive health is out of whack, if it's imbalanced, then that immediately will start a cascading effect. So now the hormones and neurotransmitters um, become out of balance. Um, and, and that becomes an issue because your neurotransmitters can affect everything from your cognition um, to, I mean, we've seen people with addictive personalities, obsessive-compulsive disorders, um, of course, weight gain, fatigue, um, really depressed, suicidal thoughts, dark thoughts. A lot of those things come from an imbalance in neurotransmitters. And most of the time, Terry, it's really a nutritional deficiency that is causing it. So once you get the digestive health cleaned up, and we look at each specific neurotransmitter and we'll be able to tell you because um, we do have we have tests that identify any imbalances, and once we have them identified, we'll be able to say, okay, well, your serotonin is really low, so we're going to really boost, you know, your vitamin C and your vitamin B12 or whatever the case may be. Um, but with uh, with people who have been diagnosed with autism or even ADHD, there's absolutely almost always an imbalance in the neurotransmitters, um, whether it's uh, with ADHD, with them being very excitatory. And a lot of times that will tell us that their glutamate levels are very high. Um, one thing parents can do is to stop including MSG um, in the ingredients of food that their kids are eating, which is all over the place. So you have to be really, really uh, like a watchdog for that. Um, but neurotransmitters reside in the gut as well as the brain. So that, again, just shows you how important it is to keep your gut health in check. 
Yeah, and most of the serotonin's in your gut, I think, and doesn't um, uh, that mess with your sleep? And doesn't testosterone mess with serotonin? It does. They actually can sort of compete with one another, and your ser- the serotonin is sort of known as the good mood hormone. Um, so when you don't have enough serotonin, that's when you can have dark thoughts. You can be very depressed. Um, you could have chronic fatigue. I mean, and you'll hear, you're hearing a lot of the same symptoms that I'm mentioning for very different things, and that's because everything in the body really works together. So if, you know, if you leave with nothing else, just know, you know, try not to be overwhelmed and know that everything works together just like a puzzle. Um, I like to tell people, you know, unlabel the disease and breathe. Stop worrying about what the name of it is. Unlabel it. Think about what you're feeling. Ask the bigger why. You know, is there something I could be doing differently? You know, work with somebody with a holistic health practitioner, someone who understands the body and can help put you on on a better path to health. Um, but yeah, the hormones are so important, and serotonin is a huge one where I'm finding a lot of people are low in that again because it's manufactured uh, in your gut along with your your B vitamins as well. Just to interject something before our last question, and we can have you back on in the future, but I just wanted to remember to mention probiotics. A lot of kids with autism um, have been found to have dysbiosis and um, some gut bug issues. There's uh, good good flora, there's bad flora, and you want to have enough good flora, and so there are some good high-quality probiotics out there. Oh, Uh, absolutely. Oh, we'll have to do a separate show on that because... Probiotics and enzyme therapy is really important. Um, the only way that we are able to digest our food is through uh, enzymes. And if we don't have those enzymes, then that's when, like we talked about earlier, the food can sort of sit around and your intestines start to leak through and really just wreak havoc. So absolutely, probiotics and enzymes are, are key. And that's for everyday health. Not yeah. if you're, you know, feeling sick. That's a daily thing, just like a multivitamin, a good digestive enzyme, a good probiotic. Okay, last question. For children who have neurological issues, like seizures, what do you think about? Oh, wow. Well, the first thing I think about when I think about children with seizures is balancing the nervous system. Um, again, going back to our gut, there's a special type of cell in our, in our digestive system that actually transmits the nerve impulses, and it's called a neuron. So this neuron is sending out all of these nerve impulses. So guess what? If your gut is out of whack, then the nerve impulses are sort of scattered. It's like missing the mark almost, and our gut contains 100 million of these cells. So that just sort of paints a picture, you know, to show you um, just how active they are, and that's even more than, than what we have in our spinal cord. So 100 million of these cells that transmit nerve impulses. So if they're going awry and they're all over the place, now you can kind of see how someone can have a seizure, um, how someone could have, um, you know, tremors or how uh, different things play a role in the nervous system just being out of whack, even going back to sleep patterns, to irritability, um, to anxiety, Um, when it really does not appear that there's something triggering that, you know, like a stressful situation or a traumatic event, um, a lot of times that's because the nervous system absolutely um, needs to be balanced. So I'm glad that you brought that up because that's really important. And we will pick up with this on our next segment, which is going to be 
our next show with Sicily. <laughs> uh, now that we're 57 minutes into the hour and Terry has finally figured out what Terry and Sicily are going to talk about. Um, no, I'm just kidding there. We are going to have another show with Sicily because we're getting to some uh, additional interesting meaty stuff. And um, will you come back? Absolutely. I would love to be back. Do you like my technical terms? Stuff and I, mess with? Do you, like you, you know what? I sure do. Whatever works. <laughs> That's what I like to say. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to be back with Cicely here in uh, a couple few weeks here at the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Thanks for being with us today, Cicely, and having this interesting conversation towards healing. Oh, sure. Thank you, Terry. I really appreciate it being on. It was great. So, to our listeners, please remember to look up Sicily at the TAO, T-A-O, Holistics website, www.taoholistics.com. Next week, my guest is Patricia Finn Esquire. Don't forget to register for free for the Autism One Thrive Conference, which is August 29th at the Sheraton Universal in Universal City, California, www.autismone.org. To our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Thank you for listening to Autism One, a conversation of hope. To contact Terry or get more information, visit AutismOne.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.